You're listening to the SoulCast broadcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, where we bring awareness to toxic relationships, encourage singles growth, and improve couples strengthening. We're helping you break the bonds that have broken you and build the bonds that will better you. Join us every week on Facebook Live Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern and 4.30 p.m. Central. You can also send your questions to Instagram at AskTheMartins as well as Twitter at AskTheMartins. Let's get into this week's episode. Let's go ahead and just introduce this right now. Yes. This is the SoulCast podcast. So what happens is, is that we um, do a podcast and we do it, we record it live over Facebook. So you're kind of the studio audience. So we interact with you. We're, we talk to you, but eventually it goes out onto iTunes and out on the SoundCloud and you'll be able to get it wherever you can. Um, yes. I just, I found a new one. I forgot what it was, so I won't even say it because I haven't listened to it, but it goes out. And so you'll be able to take us by voice wherever you go and not have to worry about watching us or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But because you're the studio audience, we get to interact with you. We get to have fun with you. We get to talk to you. We get yes. to answer questions. We get to do all these different things. Um, hey, Terry, I see you. I see you. Hey, Radithia, I see you. Um, so we get to do a lot of different things that we uh, that we can't do like in a in a studio in a studio when it's just us. When it's just us, yeah. exactly. So this exactly. makes it more engaging, interactive. Absolutely. Hey, Rachel, I see you joined. So do us a favor before we get started. We got a lot of people. I think we should get started right now. Let's go ahead and get started. Yes. But if you haven't had an opportunity, share and send some hot likes and hearts and stuff like that. We like that kind of stuff, too. All right. Let's go. So. Am I? Is it my turn now? Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm going at five, like going at light speed. Go ahead, babe. Yes. Okay. So as you know, um, when we have the opportunity, um, we, instead of coming with a traditional topic, we answer letters for our podcast. Yes. So um, we always say when we get one letter and it resonates with more than one person, we like to make sure that we answer it publicly with that person's permission. Right. We make sure we answer it publicly in order to allow multiple people that can relate to that topic um, join in and get some insight, the same kind of insight that we would give the people that are writing us letters. Right. Now, real quick, I don't mean to dis- uh, interrupt you. That's okay. But I did, and I'm sorry. But <laughs> right. here's well, the thing. You didn't thing. mean to, but you did. When, when, you got, when you guys send letters, you got to understand that there are hundreds pouring in. Yes. And so if we do have the opportunity to take the little time to respond to it, just one or two or five that conversation is kind of short that's why we bring them here yeah and so we keep everything confidential we keep we we keep you safe don't worry about that um but know that know that number one you're not alone you're not dealing with this alone and number two just like she said like if there's one there's 100 right yes and and number two that we try to get to each and every one of you so yes if we don't get to you charge it to our head and not our heart we're trying to get to everybody we can go ahead baby all right cool and before i before <laughs> i start reading i'm like hey to my sister ronnie i can't say what i want to because republic but amen and starla hey starla i saw, hey, I saw you jump in there okay so today's topic he knows I'm the one, but he said he needs time. Okay? So here is the letter. Hello, and thank you both for being such a blessing to your listeners. I found you all on YouTube, and only, and I wish your videos were longer. 
Do you have any suggestions on how to conduct yourself in a situation with a man who God has already told you is your spouse? He, myself, and my mom have all received confirmation. We've been friends for seven years, and it's recently been revealed within the last few months that we were made for one another. The joy I feel at the revelation is almost matched by the frustration of having to wait on God's timing. How do you suggest that we deal with the emotional piece of dating without playing games like modern day dating advice suggests? Usually when I date a guy and he is taking too long for me, I would date other men as a distraction or go hot and cold to elicit more attention from him. Mm -hmm. We are at a distance, three hours, and he is currently building his life as I am. Mm -hmm. We are not in a quote unquote relationship, but in the in between. Sometimes I'm frustrated because he seems short of us and is taking his time, but I'm squirming to resist my normal patterns of behavior as an escape artist. How do I keep my heart in it and the games out of it when we both know the end game, but today's circumstances are challenging. I'd like to keep my name confidential if, if possible. Thank yes. you so much. Absolutely. She said in between like they were in the upside down. I know. <laughs> With Barb. <laughs> Sorry, Stranger Things if you don't watch it. Right. Time. I'm going to need that right there because that's where all my, you, you're, you're wrecking the mic. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. That's what we're here to do is rock the mic. So here's the thing. And, and we had to take notes here because there are certain issues that we want to, we need to establish in order to answer this. Okay. Cause her question is, is how do I deal with? Yes, ma'am. Well, I just want to know, can we get some hearts for anyone who has dealt with or has been in this situation before? I'm just interested in seeing if we have people online right now who have dealt with this. You go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You're fine. So here's the thing. Um, there are certain things that we heard in there and her biggest question is how do I deal with this, uh, this divine unction that stated <laughs> that, we're, purgatory. that we're, <laughs> that's kind of where she it's is like purgatory or a limbo, right? By the way, we have a lot of hearts. A lot of people have heard this or dealt with, but, this. but this is serious though, Yes, because that, we have to answer the question of how do I deal with not being in a relationship that God has told me I'm supposed to have or I'm supposed to marry. How do I how do I carry on and act how do I carry on emotionally with a husband but we're not doing anything. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Right. So here's 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 a few things and I'm a, I'm a, let's establish some foundational points. Yes. Because I can't say what I want to say if we're not all on the same page. Exactly. Does that make sense? So we finna go to church, y'all. Get ready. <laughs> going to church. Get ready, get ready. <laughs> get ready, get ready. Watch this. <laughs> all right. So here it goes. Dating. I want you to understand that dating is the period of time in which you are assessing a prospect for a desired relationship. It's a period of time through which I'm not telling you how long, however long you think you need to assess it. We'll write a book on that. How is, is, is a period of time in which you are assessing a prospect for a desired relationship, your desire may be a long-term relationship. It may be marriage. Your, your desire might just be a dinner and a movie. Whatever the case may be, right. you're trying to figure out whether they fit that process. Right. Okay. If you have already chosen 
Who's going if, if if the end process is already done, you're already chosen. Right. You've already made a decision. You've already made a decision of who that person is. They are no longer a prospect. So then you move from prospective dating to what we call old school betrothal, but what we call new school engaged. Right. Now there's a slight bit of difference. I'm explain that difference. Right. But betrothal and engaged is where you're at. And I want to really pull in on these things because um, because if we miss what goes on during the time, right, then we miss the standard of where we're supposed to be. at. And she, what she's trying to find out is what am I supposed to do? right now right during this time mm -hmm. so betrothal since you mentioned god we're going to go old school we're going to go into the uh the ancient the hebrew. ancient hebrew type how they dealt with betrothal right okay because different cultures deal with it differently but we know that ancient hebrew deals with it in a particular way so here's what happened mm -hmm. all right a guy decides he wants to marry a girl okay if she's old enough he'll go approach her and her father or, or the man in the house of the brother. Think uh, Rebecca, Laban, and and um, and uh, Isaac. Um, or he, if she's too young, he will approach the father alone. Okay. Now, what happens is after the father agrees that this is the man, they make an arrangement. That man puts down a down payment. I'm just, you know, just in today's vernacular, that man puts down a down payment, and the father marries them right then and there. No big deal. They are considered married. The man goes back to his family's home and begin to build an extra part of that home for right. his new family. The father, and that's where Jesus gets, I'm going to a place to prepare. I'm going uh, to prepare a place for you because he's using the metaphor of, of, of their traditional way of, mm -hmm. of, of marriage where he was the husbandman and the, and the church was the bride. Right. So you got to understand that if you understand their, their culture. And so what happens is, is the father remains in charge of her care, her caretaking and, and um, guarding her purity during that time. So they're married for all intentions and purposes. They're married. So they're committed. Okay. Yes, ma'am. No. Uh, am I allowed to jump in now? You or? could jump in. Okay. I just, I didn't want to cut you off. If you're <laughs> to make a point. That's all. So here's, here's the thing, the, the deal that you just said, right? The man who says he wants to marry the woman. Exactly. Yeah. Goes to the father to mm -hmm. get his permission. Yes. Now, in today's society, it is considered old school to go to somebody's parents, right? Right. However, if you're going to throw God in it, you have to throw all of his traditions in it. Right. You got you got put the whole kit and you caboodle put in there. All at of least it the principle. At least from at a least, principle. At least from a principle standpoint. Absolutely. So yes. you're going to her father, you're going to her mother, you're going to her pastor. Because what that does is that immediately puts you in a position to be accountable to those people that love her he puts down a down payment if it's okay you're not paying for it i'm nigerian so they still pay dowries so but if you're going to their pastor to the father for that you're making a commitment mm -hmm. anybody who loves you your father your pastor the people over your home they're going to ask this young man okay what are your intentions if you're asking for her hand if you're saying that god told you you're supposed to be her husband they're going to vet you themselves before they even agree to it right 
Absolutely. They need to know where you come from. They need to know where you're coming right. from. And again, they need to be able to hold him accountable to what he has stated now is his word. This is his commitment. This is his commitment. And he he goes away. He First of all, he invests in his commitment. Yes. Then he goes away and he prepares to facilitate that commitment. That's right. So everything he's doing has to do with that commitment. Yes. Got you. Keeping his word. Now, we'll take we'll, we'll let's 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 bring the principle forward and we don't deal with betrothal here in the United States of America not too much. Right. You know, not in the main general culture. Right. Um we're we're just lowly gentiles, but <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time we do deal with engagements. And what an engagement is, you're not pre-married, but you have made a definitive commitment to whom you want to marry. Right. You've made an investment, usually in a ring. Right. And if you marry a Nigerian, then a dowry. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, <laughs> we want dowries. <laughs> and and you make you make a commitment, but you make a commitment to 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 that person. Right. And then you walk away. And what are you doing? You're preparing for the wedding. Mm -hmm. You're preparing for marriage. You're going to premarital counseling. Everything you're doing is in part and parcel to that commitment that has been made. Exactly. So now let's talk about this letter because we have some issues with how are we going to handle this commitment. First of all, and I'm, I'm you know, I have to be honest. I have to be fair. We don't believe God to be matchmakers, but. We do understand that people have different beliefs and different things that they, they that they commit to, and right. that's fine. And so we're going to answer that through that commitment, if that's okay. It is, and and just to to if, if I may, yes, you may. We yes, because I love you. <laughs> we do not believe that God is a matchmaker, um, and it's one of the main reasons is because God has he given. Can, listen, He can make you match. <laughs> <laughs> he can make you match, but he ain't. But he is not no plenty of fish in the sea or whatever it is. Oh, dot com. Match.com. <laughs> but here's why, though. Everything that God has established in the earth has been established on the foundation that man rules, that we govern, that we have a decision, that we have choices. So at the end of everything else, everything we do is based upon the choices that we make. So that you can be held accountable. So that to you those can choices. be held accountable to your choices. Yes. So at the end of it, you don't know how many marriages have ended, myself included, mm. who believed that God told them that this is supposed to be a spouse. But when your counselor, when your pastor at the end of it says, well, if you believed it was God, what happened? Exactly. Well, I made a mistake. Exactly. So you have to ask yourself, and this is anybody who was dating and saying that I believe God told me. You have to ask yourself, is this, am I strong enough on the, in this as a foundation that I can hold God accountable for the successes and the failures? Because if at the end of the day, if something goes wrong and y'all don't get married, what you've just done is made a lie out of God. Absolutely. And not, God is not about that. And not only that, in our experience dealing with people who have came to us, they, they did the Nicodemus thing. They came, us, came to us in the middle of the night in a DM or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. And they said that they were in a relationship, but they felt stuck because they didn't want to disappoint God. Right. And so now they're uh, dealing with abuse, physical, mental, emotional abuse. Right. And they don't know how to remove themselves from that because they have to, they, they, they have convinced themselves that God told me to do this or God told me to do that. Yes. So that 
in a nutshell, that's the reason why you are accountable for the decisions that you make. Right. Okay. So I want to I want to make sure that we are clear about where we stand on that, but we're also compassionate about where her or your, if you're out there, belief system lies, because that can be dealt with as well, especially by how we're going to deal with it yes, right now. Yes, exactly. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. So what you have is you have what's called a divinely ordained uh, betrothal. So here's the thing. Um, you said, wow. how do you suggest that we deal with the emotional piece of dating without playing games of modern day dating? Well, obviously I explained what dating was, so you don't have to deal with the idea of what modern day dating is. You know what dating is. That's assessing a person over a period of time, right? Mm -hmm. So here we go with that divinely ordained betrothal. You're no longer assessing, so you can no longer date. However, 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 in her letter, she specifically stated that they are not in a relationship. Yes. So here here is the issue that that I have kind of with with what she's saying. We know how it's going to end. God said we are supposed to be together. So how do I conduct myself in this? But we're not in a quote unquote relationship. It's, it's, it's contradictory. It's contradictory. And so you're coming to us knowing and believing that God said this is supposed to be your spouse. But my question is, if you're saying you're not in a quote unquote relationship, what is happening or what is not happening that has you afraid? Because I sense you're, you're, you said you're, you're apprehensive that it's taking too much time. Mm -hmm. So... In my mind, okay. if something is taking time for us, for women, if we know we're about to get married, but something is taking time, we don't mind that time if we see progress. We don't mind that time if we see actions. And so my question, if you were here, I would ask you is what is happening or what is not happening that has you um, apprehensive about the time that it's taking for him to progress? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not only progress, but remember when we talked about uh, betrothal and yeah. when we talk about engagement, what we said was there, there is um, activity going forward that shows that he's working towards the end result exactly there is a relationship there as long as you have i don't care whether it's divinely ordained or you just said will you be my girlfriend or somebody circled yes or no on a piece of paper <laughs> there is a string that attaches you to that commitment right. that is a relationship right and so you can't be attached in limbo to a relationship to a man who says i don't want a relationship right now because now he's not building on that thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the issue. How do you conduct that? You're supposed to be building on that. You're supposed to be knowing more about each other. You have a seven-year history. You, 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 you have this thing with God, but you're supposed to be in a place where you're working on it. So where does this put you? Well, this is what's interesting about what you said. You're supposed to be working on it. Right. And they're not working on it. So that puts her back to a place of assessing. Exactly. Here's the reason why. Because God can say, but God is always giving us an open uh, an openness to do. 
right. to choose. Mm -hmm. And you need to assess at this point in time whether he's choosing to do or whether he has the propensity, whether he has the character, whether he has the integrity, whether he has um, the temperament to be a husband, whether he's choosing to do or be a husband. That's right. Because if you want to, if, if we're going to stay in the area of God said, then we need to say, see what all of God said. And this man needs to be preparing and he's not in. And so he's basically got you sitting there waiting, twiddling your thumbs while you're out there in the, while he's out there doing whatever he's doing. You said he's building your, his life. You're building your life. Do you guys know where you're going to move? Which you're three hours away. Where y'all going to live? What, what, you know, what's, what's the plan? Right. There's no plan. There's no interaction. Does he know you? Does he, does he know what you like? Does he know your favorite color? Does he, <laughs> there is so much that you got to go through when we deal with like premarital counseling. Right. Um, we deal with finances. We deal with uh, sex. Yes, yes, we deal with that. We uh, we'll, we deal with communication. We deal with expectations, daily expectations, um, just the mundane things. We deal with your things. family. What kind of we family deal with your you family. came from? We deal with your friends. We deal with your background. There's, there is a lot of stuff. And so this dude is hands off. It'd be like if I met, when I met Takara and I said, you know what God told me? <laughs> that you my wife and you go stand over there and I'm gonna go ahead and do what I got to do over here until I'm ready and what that does that do for her in that, would that conversation <laughs> what does that do for you absolutely nothing it's frustrating absolutely she said it she's frustrated and that's one of the most frustrating things and and listen can I just brothers out there Yes, 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 yes. You brothers. may have good intentions and you may have a good heart. Right. We're not saying anything bad about him, but this ain't working. This, but here's the thing. To all the men out there who, when you see a woman and you believe that that is the woman for you, if you are not ready to back up that commitment with action of proper dating, courtship, pursuing her, do not make the statement of... I believe you're supposed to be my wife or God told me you're supposed to be my wife. Don't lose. Don't use God to put a woman on layaway. Don't. Ooh. That's, that's basically what she's saying. Yes. Don't, don't do that. And what that's because what that's doing is that's using a divine authority in a way. Now in her letter, she said her, her, she's, she, she has been confirmed to her, her mother and the man. So I, I get the whole threes thing. I, I picked that up. Oh Lord. Two or three um, witnesses. Let everything be established. But, but here's the thing y'all. If mama like them and you ain't had no, no, no luck up until then. And mama's waiting to marry you off and you are impatient that all of y'all emotionally are going to feel a tinge of this must be right. Especially what's his past like? Has he been married before? If not, what has his past been like with other women? What's going on in his life? Why is he single right now? There are things you need to know. Well, yeah. And I think you said something earlier. Yes, ma'am. Where you said, what other than your emotions do you have right. to tell you that this is God? If we had the time to interact yeah. and we were to talk to her and sit her down and say, okay, we get it. It's God. We won't take that away from you because that's your experience. We can't do that. That's not in our power. However, what we'd like to know is what confirmation did you receive outside of your emotional, comp uh, uh, emotional Com confirmation? Right. Outside of the feel. Right. Because of when the problem is, is that when we are driven by, let me tell you something. Let, let, let me be honest with y'all. And I said this before. 
we just broke down dating and betrothal and engaged. Most of you all out there call yourself dating but living a betrothed or engaged life and wondering when that other person is going to catch up to where you are. Right. You caught the vision. You wait for them to catch the vision. Absolutely. In this case, they just said she turned off. Listen, in this case, she turned off her radar right. because God said in, in the she said she said in the past. Right. In the past, I used to just, you know, dudes, if they wasn't giving me the attention, I used to back away until they do. Or I used to push them to the side because they were taking too long. Right. So either she's impatient or she has a time frame. Either one, she has a standard. Now, because that because God said that standard has been turned off and nobody's hold him accountable to doing the things he must do as a man to ensure that she's secured in that relationship. When, Listen. Come on. Where's my organ at? <laughs> I need a tambourine or something. <laughs> shake sorry. <laughs> Who's that? Mark Gregory was doing this. Shake. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's yes. some. But anyway, um, when I dated Takara, you got to understand, we both were in places where we decided that, okay, enough is enough. We done. We're finished. But because I knew what I was looking for, when we finally got around to having conversations like those, I said... You gonna we gonna get married? No, no, I, no. I, no. I said, <laughs> I okay. Go ahead, tell. Them. No, no, no. The very first thing, and this is just even us as friends, because Kenyon and I were long distance as well. We did not plan to like one another at all. No, we didn't like each other. At Getting all. to know one another, he said, "Wow, you are a wife." And it was just like, it, it hit him. It wasn't that he was saying, the Lord told me you're supposed to be my woman. No. It was like, wow, you are a wife. Like, you are a real wife. Your mannerisms, your characteristics, how you carry yourself, you are a wife. And then, when we finally decided to start dating, there was no, you are a wife. Okay, all right, girl. So go ahead, send me a picture. <laughs> like, it was none of that. No. It was, he went from telling me, okay, you have all the characteristics that I look for in a wife then he went from there to literally flat out before ever meeting me sight unseen I would marry you period then guess what it wasn't it still wasn't anything um hugely inappropriate it wasn't nothing like that it was no. freaky dicky stuff it was then from there he didn't go to my parents first he didn't go or anything like that but what he started to do was he started to go to God for me he would call me and pray for me. Y'all remember Glide? Like, you didn't, like, have video chat. You would just send a Glide message. He would go, like, send me prayers every single day, send me messages praying. And one of his very first prayers that he prayed over me, he was like, God, protect her for, from her enemies. Protect her from herself. Protect her even if you need to protect her from me. Right. That was some of the first prayers that he prayed over us, over me, because at the end of it, he was like, God, I love her. I'll never forget it. I was like, Tear, God, I love Takara. I want her to be my wife. Protect her. Keep her. Keep her safe, even if you have to keep her from me, God. And that's the kind of thing that if you're long distance, especially... 
you want to hear. Not every man's going to do this. So don't go to go back home to old boy and be like, well, Ken pray for Takar, so you need to pray for me. Don't do that. But what I'm I understood that you needed a covering. Yes. And I understood that until I could get to you, you needed a father or someone who was going to be there to be in control of your security and control of your purity or control and guard you from all the enemies around you yes. until I could prepare to get to where you were. Yes. I knew this. Yes. And I made a definitive decision. Right. And I and God did not make that decision for me. And I know that sounds wild, but G, but I allow God to inform my decisions. I made my decisions so that when I chose her, she know I chose her. Yes. It wasn't a, a an issue with hmm, maybe, maybe not. Hmm, am I hearing from the Lord? Maybe not. Hmm, maybe I need to listen to some praise and worship. Do you have a word for me today? Is there a scripture I can go to to figure out whether you're the right? I knew. I chose. And that's the problem with so many people. They want to shift the blame over to God. So Thank if you. it fails, they can say, well, maybe either I didn't hear from God right or or, or something I missed from God. No one's going to say God messed up, but right. or, or I missed something or something was wrong. They don't nobody wants to take the accountability for making these moves. Right. That's why we are so passionate about accountability and when you step forward young man young lady and you decide to go forward and say this is where we're supposed to be you better good and doggone well make sure that that's your choice right because you're held accountable to that choice and if anything goes wrong and anything messes messes up you got to deal with that yes you have to own it you have to own it and you have to own even um, even if things are wrong and you know you shouldn't have been there, you got to own at least the decisions you made up to the point where they started wilding out. Yes. You got to do that. Yes. So this is very important. That's the reason why now we, we, we respect and honor that she got those confirmations, but this has got to be your choice and you got to make that choice. You said you're waiting on God's timing, but you're on that man's clock and Ooh. that's the problem. Ooh. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with him, but you need to know what is he doing? How is he preparing a place for you in his heart? How is he preparing a place for you in his mind? How is he preparing a place for you in his life? And he's not even in a relationship with you. Yes. That's a no-no. That's a no-no for me. Let the church say <laughs> amen. I'm sorry. But, but it's, it's, there's just, there, there's really nothing else to say to that other than how do you do it? You know, we'll go back to the original question. How do you date somebody who's told you that you're supposed to be their wife? You still need to vet them. You still need to observe them. You still need to look at the character. You Absolutely. still need to see if he is a man worthy of your heart, worthy of your emotions, worthy of everything that he is entitled to. Once you sign your name. Absolutely. My thing is when people come to me and they say we're dating and I need to know what to do. One of my things is like, well, okay, you're dating, right? Right. Why is he still there or why is she still there? Right. What indications have they given you that they deserve to continue to be in your midst? And the problem is so often that you've committed to somebody and you're pouring into somebody as if you're already married. 
And mm -hmm. so you're trying to make them meet your expectations so that they can stay where there's where you want them to be. Right. Rather than just saying, you know what? They aren't really meeting those expectations. And a goodbye don't mean like goodbye for good. Right. It's just like, you know, they're, they're, they're currently in a position where they need to get some things cleaned up in their lives. And so I think I'll step back and deal with, you know, myself right. and give them opportunity to do that. Because you have to make sure, I'm telling you, you have to make sure that you're making, if you're going to be in a relationship, make moves towards that thing. Stop playing around. Stop, stop, you know, uh, 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 just beating around the bush with this thing. It's, right. it's either real as you, you're dating for a reason. Do you want to go see Thor? Do you want a dinner and a movie? Do you want to just have somebody to play Twister with? Do you want, <laughs> do you want to net, watch Netflix? Or do you want a long-term thing? And if you want that long-term thing, you need to, number one, make it known, and then begin to assess each other in that process. Right, and that's what I was just getting ready to say. I'm sorry. What? No, 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 no. Once you make what your desires are known, mm -hmm. you have to observe how they respond to what your desires are. Yes, ma'am. You can't be so afraid. Like, you're coming to us, and listen, we appreciate it. This is amazing content because everybody, we've had, we had hundreds of hearts come up at the beginning of the podcast that said they have been through this, they have experienced this. Right. So, listen, thank you for the question, but now I challenge you to take that question back to him. Okay? Now what? You said God told you that I'm supposed to be your wife. Based on the scripture, when somebody believes that that person is their wife, here's how they conduct themselves. That's how I would like you to conduct yourself. Absolutely. What do you have to say about that, sir? We got three people who believe, but three people who not hold nobody to accountability. Nobody to, I mean, that's what or I'm saying. Or to a standard. To a standard. You have to decide your standards. I'm sorry. You have to go back to the standards that you started out with, with them other people that you said you would curve. Go back to those standards, stick to those standards, and then observe him under the microscope and the lens of those standards. Yeah. Watch how he responds to you saying that, listen, I am ready for a relationship. I'm ready for a commitment. If you are not right now, that's different. And and go don't be afraid to hear what's going to come out of his mouth because if it really was God, there would be no fear in how he responds after that. Absolutely. Stop turning off your frontal lobe executive function just because God's name is mentioned. Basically, stop 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 not looking at stuff just because yeah. somebody mentioned God or right. you know everybody feel good and you know, we're familiar. And and the thing is, is that the brother is not, I'm not, we're not saying that the brother is bad. We're not saying that he's doing anything wrong. Um, as opposed, um, outside of not pursuing the relationship. Appropriately, yes. Appropriately. He needs to be pursuing that relationship appropriately. If he's not pursuing that relationship appropriately, you need to call him to the carpet. Call him to the carpet and stop being afraid just because you're familiar with him and mama like him. Um, that you know this is this is this is a good thing mm -hmm. that's not the case right thank you for tuning in to this week's soulcast broadcast we hope you enjoyed the program we invite you to visit us at the soultiesdetox.com where you can leave your voice recorded question or comment that may be selected for future soulcast be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you can stay up to date with our program